For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. You are listening to The Therapy Podcast with your host, Shloimi Balsam. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Therapy Podcast. Thank you for joining with me and taking this wonderful journey through the human mind, the mental experience in the endless depth of the human psyche. And it's even more exciting than it sounds. Today, we're going to be talking about a fascinating disorder called body dysmorphic disorder. It is both fascinating and remarkably destructive. Body dysmorphic disorder, or BDD, um, is sometimes still referred to as dysmorphophobia. It's a mental disorder which is characterized by the excessive idea that some aspect of one's body part or appearance is severely flawed and therefore warrants exceptional measures to hide or fix it. So in BDD's delusional variant, the flaw is imagined. So it's just a delusional flaw in the body. If the flaw is actual, then the delusion will make it incredibly important or, or severely exaggerated. But either way, thoughts about it are pervasive and intrusive and they can occupy several hours a day causing severe distress and appearing one's otherwise normal activities. This is how you know that one has a disorder. It's getting in the way of a healthy everyday life. BDD is classified as a somatoform disorder and the, the DSM categorizes BDD in the obsessive compulsive spectrum. It's distinguished from anorexia nervosa, although they are very commonly comorbids. If a person feels that their body is severely flawed by being overweight, then the progression will lead to anorexia. This is not to be confused with gender dysphoria or body image disturbance. DD is estimated to affect from 0.7 to 2.4 of the population. Now, 
Again, when we mention numbers that are this small, we have to realize that if you take 100 people, you have 200 people in a room, there's five people in there who have this disorder, statistically speaking. It usually starts from during adolescence and affects both men and women. The BDD subtype of uh, called muscle dysphoria is perceiving the body as too small, and that affects mostly males. Besides thinking about it, one repetitively checks and compares the perceived flaw and then can adopt unusual routines to avoid social contact that would expose it, fearing the stigma of vanity when usually hides the preoccupation. Commonly unsuspected, even by psychiatrists, BDD has been underdiagnosed, severely impairing quality of life via educational and occupational dysfunction and social isolation. BDD has high rates of suicidal thoughts and attempts at suicide. The story of body dysmorphic disorder begins in 1886 when Enrico Morselli uh, reported a disorder that he termed dysmorphophobia. I'm glad we changed that. Which described the disorder as a feeling of being ugly, even when there doesn't appear to be anything wrong with the person's appearance. Over 100 years later, in the 1980s, um, the American Psychiatric Association recognized this disorder, and they categorized it as an atypical somatoform disorder in the third edition of the DSM, classifying it as a distinct somatoform disorder. They switched the term to body dysmorphic disorder. In 1994, the DSM 4 defined BDD as a preoccupation with an imagined or trivial defect in appearance, a preoccupation causing social or unoccupational dysfunction, and not better explained as another disorder such as anorexia nervosa. In 2013, the DSM-5 shifts BDD to a new category of OCD, obsessive-compulsive spectrum. It adds operational criteria, such as repetitive behaviors or intrusive thoughts and notes, the subtype of muscle uh, dysmorphia, where a person is overly occupied with his body being too small or insufficiently muscular or lean. Now, what does BDD look like? What are some of the signs and symptoms? Well, dislike of one's appearance is common, but individuals who suffer from BDD have extreme misperceptions about their physical appearance, whereas vanity involves a quest to aggrandize the appearance. That's not what BDD is. BDD is experienced as a quest to normalize the appearance merely. They're just trying to look normal, and they see themselves as looking abnormal. Which, can, which is often a distortion, a delusion. It, although delusional, in about one of three cases, the appearance concern is usually non-delusional or an overvalued idea. They are genuinely taken over by the concern of their body. A third of the time, there is nothing there. But even in the other two-thirds of cases, it's highly overvalued. The bodily area of focus can nearly, it can be anything. Uh, it's common in face, hair, or skin. An additional, uh, multiple areas can be focused on simultaneously. It could be a number of parts of their body which they're hyper-focusing on. A subtype of body dysmorphia disorder is bigorexia, which is anorexia reverse or muscle dysphoria. In muscular dysphoria, patients perceive their body as excessively thin despite them being muscular and trained. Many seek dermat- dermatological treatment or cosmetic surgery, which typically 
does not resolve the stress. It's one of those fantasies, a dream, where if only I would get this cosmetic surgery, then I'll be happy. And this this torturous distress, this pain, this over-intrusive, disruptive perception, this misperception of myself will go away. But rarely is that the case. On the other hand, attempts at self-treatment, like uh, skin picking, can create lesions where none were there before. They could actually make it worse. BDD is an obsessive-compulsive disorder, but it involves more depression and social avoidance. It's often associated with uh, social anxiety disorder. Some experience uh, delusions that others are covertly pointing out their flaws. I like I. They could be 100% positive that everyone is talking about their hair, or etc. Any other thing that they feel self-conscious about. Cognitive testing and neuroimaging suggest both a bias towards detailed visual analysis and a tendency towards emotional hyperarousal. Most generally, someone experiencing BDD ruminates over the per- the perceived bodily defect several hours daily or longer. And uses either social avoidance or a camouflaging with cosmetics or uh, apparel. You can wear clothing and makeup. Uh, rep- and they repetitively check their appearance. They're just living in a mirror. They're always comparing themselves to other people. And they, they're always looking for... Uh, they can be looking for constant verbal reassurance. This is something which is highly engendered by... And promoted by social media. But we'll get to that in a minute. Social impairments is usually greatest, sometimes approaching avoidance of all social activities. This can result in total seclusion. Poor concentration and motivation impair academic and occupational performance. There could be a thousand reasons why a student is not doing well in class, and we have to add body dysmorphic disorder to that list. It could be that they have been flunking their classes because they have a pimple that no one else noticed except for them, but that has taken over their day, taken over their entire consciousness. The distress of BDD tends to exceed that of either major depressive disorder or type 2 diabetes, and the rates of suicide ideation and attempts are especially high. As far as the causes for BDD, most mental disorders, including BDD, um, it's likely intricate, altogether uh, biopsychosocial through an interaction of multiple factors, uh, including genetical uh, development, this gen- genetics development, uh, psychological, social, cultural. BDD usually develops during early adolescence, although many patients note earlier trauma, abuse, neglect, teasing, bullying. In many cases, uh, social anxiety earlier in life precedes BDD. Even though we don't have too many twin studies on BDD, uh, one estimated it's heritability at 43%. Um, other factors maybe introversion, a negative body image, perfectionism, heightened aesthetic sensitivity, um, childhood abuse or childhood neglect. Now social media comes in because constant use of social media and uh, taking selfies can translate into low self-esteem and body dysmorphic tendencies. The socio-culture theory of self-esteem states that the message given by media and peers about the importance of appearance are internalized by individuals who adopt others' standards of beauty as their own. And in an ironic twist, the people who they are setting their standards by don't even look like that. There's extensive filters, and they only sharing the pictures that were taken in the absolute 
greatest moment of their day in the best light and then set through filters. It's impossible to live on those standards. Due to excessive social media use and selfie-taking, individuals can become preoccupied about presenting an ideal photograph for the public. Specifically, females' mental health has been the most affected by persistent exposure to social media. Girls with BDD present symptoms of low self-esteem and negative self-evaluation. Interestingly, the researchers in Istanbul, Bilgi University and Bogazici University in Turkey found that individuals who have low self-esteem participate more often in trends of taking selfies along with, with using social media to mediate their interpersonal interactions to fulfill their self-esteem needs. If someone is wild on social media, there is a solid chance that there, there may be a, they may be suffering from low self-esteem and they're using the social media to feed their self-evaluation. They need the likes, they need the thumbs up, they need the positive comments. Without them, they'll feel their, they'll, their full-blown self-perception, which can be heartbreaking. The self-verification theory explains how individuals use selfies to gain verification from others using likes and comments. They're looking for that self-verification. Social media may therefore trigger one's misconceptions about their physical look. Similar to those with body dysmorphic tendencies, these behaviors can lead to constant seeking of approval, self-evaluation, and even depression. In 2019, systematic review use of Web of Science, PsychoInfo, and PubMed databases was used to identify social networking site patterns. In particular, appearance-focused social media use was found to be significantly associated with greater body image dissatisfaction. It's highlighted that comparisons appear between body image and dissatisfaction and BDD symptomology. They concluded that heavy social media use may mediate the onset of sub-threshold BDD. Individuals with BDD tend to engage in heavy plastic surgery use. There's a study um, that indicates that selfies may be the reason why young people are looking for plastic surgery. A 10% increase in nose jobs, 7% increase in their hair transplants, 6% increase in eyelid surgery in 2013. Um, in 2018, uh, there was a term... Snapchat dysmorphia uh, was coined by Tijion Esho. Uh, he was a because he's a cosmetic doctor in London. It refers to individuals who are looking to get plastic surgery in order to mimic filtered pictures. They want to look like what they're seeing constantly on Snapchat. Filtered photos like uh, Instagram and Snapchat they present these unrealistic and unattainable looks that may be a causal factor in triggering BDD. It is estimated that 68. 8% of people who have BDD also have social anxiety disorder. Those with social anxiety disorder, about like 5 to 12% also have BDD. It develops similarly in patients. Yeah, BDD is also, also, it's even classified as a subset of social anxiety disorder by some. Correct diagnosis can depend on specialized questioning and a correlation with emotion, distress, or social dysfunction. The body dysmorphic disorder questionnaire is pretty accurate at spotting BDD. It's also comorbid with eating disorders, like uh, 12% of people with BDD can have eating disorders. Both eating and body dysmorphic disorders are 
They're both concerned with their physical appearance, but eating disorders tend to focus more on their weight rather than their general appearance. The BDD is classified as an as an OCD disorder in the DSM-5. It's important to treat people suffering from BDD as soon as possible because the person may already be, be suffering for an extended period of time, and considering that BDD has a high suicide rate, like 2 to 12 times higher than the national average. So someone who is suffering from their low self-image, and by extension their low self-esteem, their suicide rate can shoot up 10%. Now, how do we take care of it? Well, there's medication, there's antidepressant medication, um, like uh, SSRIs, you know, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Um, then there's all there's CBT, cognitive behavioral uh, therapy, which is considered uh, effective. And you could start off with with uh, CBT and add in the the pharmaceuticals to help with the healing process. SSRIs can help relieve the obsessive compulsion and the delusional traits, while the CBT can help the patient recognize their faulty thought patterns and identify those distortions in their thinking. They can address those thoughts which are torturing them. Before treatment, it can help to provide the, uh, a psychoeducation, like with some self-help books and websites. There's also self-improvement. For many people with uh, BDD, cosmetic surgery does not work to alleviate the symptoms. And um, because their opinion of their appearance is not really grounded in reality. So it's recommended that cosmetic surgeons and psychiatrists work together in order to the screen the surgery patients to see if they are suffering from BDD as the results of the surgery could be harmful for them. It can get worse after having a surgery where they're relying heavily on the results to provide them with the appearance which they're and then when they walk out of the surgery and they look at themselves in the mirror and they still feel that void they it could be even in the same aspect there's the, the same feature which they were obsessing over before or they could just move on to the next one because once they have the tendency to scrutinize their every look and they already have that self-consciousness the social pressures the mindset of being unworthy of social interactions and they hear other people's voices projected in their minds that mind reading uh like david burns calls it um distortion where they can hear other people talking about them, uh, thinking about them and that won't go away uh after getting uh, rhinoplasty there are people who spent a fortune of money and spent hundreds of hours in surgery to make their body look like a totally different person um there are some famous people who uh, made themselves look like uh, Barbie, like the actual Barbie and the actual Ken doll. And this is an extreme case of BDD. And interestingly enough, that this is not necessarily caused by social media. It's probably caused by Barbie dolls. And um, there, are, there, there are studies that show that the, I mean, the dimensions of a Barbie doll are remarkably unhealthy um, and, and physically impossible. There are, it, it takes tens of thousands of dollars and dangerous surgeries a reformation of like to be able to create the dimensions of a Barbie in a human being. And there are people who have done it and it's terrifying and remarkably unhealthy, both psychologically and physically. Um, but these people are 
are really suffering. And any personal accounts that we hear about them are haunting. They're, they're really, really broken on the inside. And the surgeries don't stop. And we see this. Um, and their surgeon, I don't know who, 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 who's doing their surgeries. And it's very enticing for a surgeon to offer a surgery. That's, that's where he gets his paycheck. But the psychiatrists should really link up with these cosmetic surgeons to try to do the best by their patients. Because when they walk out of the next surgery, they're just planning their next one. It's, it's a never-ending cycle, which doesn't end well. They're living in a constant depression. There is no surgery which will give them the look that they need because they're not looking for a specific look. They're looking to not feel dysmorphic. And there's nothing they could do to take that away other than address those thoughts. Social media is one of my pet peeves and that's definitely something that we need to be cognizant of when we engage in social media and sharing our prime moments through filters and setting that bar unattainably high know that you can be putting someone in an impossible situation and when we sign up for that culture that social media culture where we see only the absolute best of everybody in the perfect light seeing one or two pictures would probably you know our minds would be able to say okay that is something unique that's something special that doesn't relate to me but if someone's flooded constantly and every time he looks at his phone he sees something every time she looks at the phone she sees an image uh, a standard everything because nobody's posting their breakfast that flops no one's you know posting themselves with a bad hair day you're only seeing the top notch the, the, the prime you know the, the fourth take the only the, the, the one picture which came out perfect Know that we are engaging in something which is fundamentally destructive to our perception of others, our self-perception, and the mental health of ourselves and our loved ones. I hope you learned something from this. I know I definitely did. And uh, I hope we could take steps in at least being aware of what we're seeing. As always, feel free to reach out to me with all your comments, questions. I'd love to hear from you. I really enjoy your feedback at uh, askmetherapy at gmail.com. We'll try to keep them coming. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.